Right, it's time to talk crime and gangs here on the show now. And catching up with best-selling author of his first book, Gangland, Jared Savage. Morning, Jared. Morning, BK. You've got a new book out, Gangster's Paradise. Now, you started working on this, I believe, straight after your first book. Why? Well, we had a bit of a book launch and um, for the for Gangland back in oh, December 2020. And yeah. um, of course, the first thing people, well, one of the things people say to you at, a, at something like that is, well, what's, you know, what's your next book going to be about? What's your next project? And I hadn't really thought about it because I was buggered, to be honest. I was, I was pretty tired. And, um, but I went home and thought, well, actually, there probably is a second book um, because there were so many that I couldn't fit into the first one, so many different cases. Um, so I wrote, wrote, started writing a list of ones that could be looked at for, for another, for a sequel. And, um, the, and of course, more cases, investigations and arrests and raids happened in, in the next sort of 18 months. And so the result is Gangster's Paradise. Yeah. How did you end up becoming almost like a gang reporter now? Oh, it's a funny, yeah, it kind of just happened naturally in a way. I mean, um, I guess when I was living up in, I'm in Tauranga now, obviously, but when I was living up in Auckland, um, I started covering these cases about, you know, organized crime syndicates and, and, um, you know, gangs. And, you know, so over time, um, there's more cases coming up again and again. And I could start to see this evolution and, and this trend happening. And I guess as a, as a journalist, you sort of, you start seeking out these cases and covering them. And then you meet new people and then they might tip you off about something else. And it was, it wasn't something that I set out to do. It just kind of evolved naturally. Um, and then after a while, I guess, um, you know, I wouldn't call myself an expert by any means, but, but you kind of do build up a bit of, bit of knowledge and a bit of context, and then you can start putting that into your reporting for the Herald and, and, you know, and then eventually books. So it's, um, yeah, I kind of, you know, I, I, knew, I wanted to be a rugby reporter when I was a, <laughs> when I was a kid growing up. So this is certainly a, a very different, uh, kettle of fish. You obviously have garnered the trust, too, of the police because, you know, there's a lot of references in there. You're dealing with the crime unit and so on. So they now sort of trust you. Yeah, and that was a, that's, I mean, that's over a long period of time. There are certain individuals um, who have gained their, their trust and rapport. And, um, and you know, I, I, that's key for any journalist, really. Anyone who's dealing with people, you've got you've got to do what you say you're going to do because if you don't, then that person will never deal with you again. So, um and it was certainly, yeah, it's taken a long time because uh, particularly some of those police officers in that covert world are very um, uh, distrusting, I suppose, of, of the media and of people in general. So you've got to, it, it took a long time. And, um, but yeah, I think it's been very helpful for my reporting and, and for the books to be, to be pointed in, in the right direction, really, as to where to look. Gangland was an excellent book. I loved reading that. What is the difference then between Gangland, your first book, and this one, Gangster's Paradise? So so Gangland was really, um, when they asked me, when HarperCollins, the publisher, asked me to write a book, they said, well, can, can you write a book about gangs? And I said, well, it's actually more about organized crime of which gangs are a part of. And I said, there's not one story that will that will work, but we could tell lots of different stories, and that will show the the evolution of organised crime in New Zealand from the, about the year 2000 to, to 2020 when Gangland came came out. So Gangster's Paradise, so that was about escalation, and Gangster's Paradise, sorry, that's about evolution. Gangster's Paradise is about the escalation that we've seen in the last sort of um, three to four years. Um, bigger drug shipments coming in, more firearms being used, greater violence, you know, increasing corruption within our ports and the airport baggage handlers and 
and largely driven by the arrival of sort of the Australian 501 gangs. Yeah, I was going to touch on that one because the, the whole gang scene has changed. The crime scene has changed with the arrival of the 501s, isn't it? Absolutely. And that's basically one of the main factors as to what's been behind this escalation because the likes of the Comancheros and, and, and the Mongol gangs, for example, um, they came into New Zealand, well, they've been kicked out of Australia, they've come into New Zealand, established a foothold pretty quickly. They have uh, vast international kind of uh, networks. Um, they brought greater sophistication. They really didn't um, care about ruffling feathers with the established gangs here. So they've, they've come in quite bolshy, quite brazen, stamped their mark. And, of course, that's led to, to the local gangs that have been here escalating themselves to sort of, you know, and it becomes a sort of arms race, I suppose. And, and it's led to the, you know, lots of tit-for-tat shootings. Um, we've seen that here in Tauranga recently. Um, and Auckland and around the rest of the country, and, and that's really upset the apple cart. It's put a lot of pressure on the police force. Are they are they winning the battle? Do you think? Uh, it's they're always probably it's a game of cat and mouse with with particularly at the organised crime sort of level. Police do a very good job with their covert um, covert investigations, and, and some of those I've written about in the book. I think where it gets really hard for the police is dealing with not so much the covert um, organised crime stuff, but the but the overt gang presence can be very tough at times. You think about uh, recent events in a Portiki where a large number of gang members descended on, on the town. There's a lot of criticism of the police around how they police you know, the funeral convoys and things like that. Well, it's very difficult. You can't really go in and arrest 300 people at once. You need to call, call the army in. And I think that's where um, it's been a real test of a, of a quite stretched police force in recent years. Are they winning the battle? Um, the answer is probably no, but mm. it's kind of it's hard. It's hard to say. It's uh, it's pretty amazing, really, that the stories that that are in this book. And the concerning thing is the amount of drugs that are in this country. Really, it's scary, and more coming in. Well, and that's the like that is the scary thing. It's very. I mean, and that's a very sad sort of indictment on on our society in a way that there are so many people hopelessly addicted, in particular to, to methamphetamine. It's a terrible drug. It ruins lives. It it mm. um it brings down societies. Um to to give people a bit of context, I suppose twenty years ago, um, if the police found a kilogram of meth, that was a big deal. And and then um you know, now we're talking shipments of yeah. one hundred, two hundred, four hundred, five hundred, up to seven hundred and fifty kilos now. And um yeah, the problem certainly isn't going away. Gangland was your first book. Gangsters Paradise is this one. How's it gone down with the gangs themselves? Have you had any feedback? Oh, I've had a little bit of feedback coming through. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, some people um, don't like having themselves written about or being put in the spotlight. They haven't had too much negative yet. But um, no had, threats, I, no, no threats no, on your life. No threats as of yet. Um, I've had a few funny messages come through of of people having a laugh at, at certain things in there. Um, to be honest, I think people ask me this a lot. Do you get worried about it? And I think most um, gang members uh, or gangs, a probably don't care what I write. Do you know what I mean? They're kind of they're you know they're outsiders in society. They don't care what what I would have to say. Um, I think they also probably just view it as people doing their job. You know, the police are doing their job, investigating and arresting them. They see my job as writing about it. They might not agree with some of it. And I think a small part of them probably kind of likes the notoriety as well. So you've got to be careful not to glamorise glamorize, um, the lifestyle either. Jared, it's a brilliant book, Gangster's Paradise. I couldn't put it down. Absolutely loved it. Is there another book in the process? Uh, <laughs> there probably is, but um, I think I might take a bit of a break first.
Jared Savage joining me here on Gold Sport, 12 minutes away from seven. I've got a copy of the book to be one, actually. I couldn't put it down when I read it. I honestly couldn't. I read it in just a couple of days. It was incredible, and it really did quite sort of shock me. One of the scariest things you can hear as a parent is quiet. But if you do get a little quiet time, have a listen to The Parenting Hangover. It's not scary at all. If I bump into a couple and they have a boy and they have a girl, and I'm like, oh, boy, girl, snip. You've got a boy, you've got a girl, get the snip. You're done. You get to figure out what it's like raising a girl, you get to figure out what it's like raising a boy. Save yourself a ton of stress and money. You've got your perfect little family. The Parenting Hangover with Clinton Jordan. New episodes every Thursday on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.